This is Fabian Williams, a.k.a. Occasional Superstar, and you're listening to Studio Noise. It's a smart. Yes, yes, it's the noise, it's the noise, the sound of creation. So all the artists in the studio, you're making paintings, you're making sculptures, you're making prints. All that is the noise, and we love it right here on Studio Noise, Black Art Podcast. Today, I'm answering all your questions about grad school from my perspective, of course, your boy, Jake Barber. And this is the last thesis tape. You know, I've been taking some time out while I'm working on my show. Just pick up the mic, give you some quick thoughts um, on whatever, (laughs) whatever pops to mind along this process, kind of explaining what I'm going through, trying to keep you inspired. And of course, got to keep myself inspired to get through this thing. So we right here at the end and the show fullness. Opens at Mint Gallery in Atlanta, Georgia, April 24th. It'll be paintings, a couple of prints, a couple of other things. It's it's going to be a good time. You know, I can't wait to show you all all the stuff I've been working on. You've been kind of following this journey with the thesis taped. You know, about time to, to bring it to a close, wrap it up. But I'm going to answer all your questions right here first. But first, before we get into that, I want to give some announcements. A uh, pretty big announcement. My co-host, the lovely GE Jazz. Jasmine Nicole will no longer be a part of the podcast. Uh, we absolutely love Jasmine. I love Jasmine. I love you, Jasmine. You hear me? <laughs> and there's no beef between us. It's just, you know, she wanted to do some other things and I completely support her and whatever she wants to do. So I'm always going to be there for her. Uh, I love how we are connected together. <laughs> you know, when people post that post pictures of printmakers, usually they'll post me. And right after me, they'll post Jasmine or vice versa. And, you know, I love that stuff. We joke about it sometimes. So I love Jasmine as she does her murals and all the other things that she do. We'll be there with her. Probably have her back as a guest when she, you know, get into some other stuff and make shows and all that kind of stuff. And so since this podcast is now going to become a one man operation, you know, I never miss a good opportunity to do something creative. (laughs) You know, that's just me. That's just my kind of energy. I always look at it. As an opportunity. So if it's just me and I have to switch up a lot of things, like why not switch up everything, you know, do a complete refresh, you know, that's what I think. And so coming in April, you'll see a new website, which I'm working on right now. New logo, new cover art, new music, complete refresh. I'm going to have merch, everything. I even started a Patreon so that people can come out and support their podcast. It'll be that link will be in the show notes and it'll be on the website. Uh, patreon.com slash studio noise podcast. I'll be offering bonus episodes, you know, different content, a lot of other stuff that will be Patreon exclusive. And, you know, if you want to reach out and support the podcast, I appreciate it. You know, let's keep this thing going. And even though we lose in Jiggy Jazz, which is a lot of <laughs> the Jasmine fans were a large part of our audience. <laughs> a large part of our audience, but uh, you know, the mission is the same. You know, I'm going to be here with you having these conversations and showing you all the black artists from all over the world 
that you want to know, that you want to hear from, that you need to hear from. You know, everybody's out there doing good work. I'm bringing you on the podcast. I'm highlighting it because this is the space where we get to be ourselves and talk for yourself and use your own voice. It's going to be great. And so we'll be back with new episodes starting April 20th or 27th. Which one? One of those. Around that time. <laughs> Around the time. When by the time that my thesis show Fullness opens April 24th, there will be new episodes of Studio Noise to go along with it. So it's, it's a good time. You know, I'm looking, looking forward to without the confines of grad school and the work and all that stuff to bring you new episodes of the podcast. So check that out. So don't be afraid. Uh, as I switch over to the new website, you might lose access to the feed a little bit and while everything is switching over. So just be prepared. But you can listen to all the episodes on SoundCloud. Still suggest them to your friends. Go ahead and and go ahead and text two friends. Tell them the noise is coming back. So this studio noise is kind of my ultimate grad school project anyway. I mean, right there in our first episode, Shaniqua Gay, episode number one of the studio noise recorded at Georgia State. Right about the time I was moving into my studio down there. And so it's, it's kind of fitting that we're kind of entering a new era as we as I transition out of grad school. I can't believe it's been that long. A lot of conversations, 107 episodes, and plus the bonus stuff that we've done. I started this podcast based on a conversation about grad school with my man Chris Baden and Jack Michaels, who was trying to help me uh, know what to expect and all that good stuff. So uh, it's not that I'm expert. It's just like I have a particular perspective. So I'm going to answer your questions. I got these questions from my Instagram at Studio. And so I'm just go through them. Let's see. Let's see what we got. Would you recommend a three or two year program? Honestly, I recommend a three year program. I think it's something about I. I think about it like last year was my second year. If I had to produce a thesis show last year, I don't know what it would have looked like because I don't think I was quite ready for that yet. Because when you enter it, you I spent. I'm going to talk about you. I'm going to talk about my personal experience. I spent that first year trying to adjust to grad school in the first place, like being back in school. Um, I graduated in 03 from East Carolina. Uh, so that was about a 15 year break for me uh, to have anything to do with the academic world at all. And I was a terrible <laughs> undergrad art student. And so, uh, you know, you definitely can't don't want to follow up that experience with another terrible, even harder experience on top of that. Um, so I think that first year I spent a lot of time adjusting to get back into an academic setting, like going to classes, uh, doing reports, doing presentations, having those bigger conversations. The reading, the reading was big for me because uh, the reading is, is one is more complex and it's more demanding. So they give you you know, two or three journals to read before a class, you know, they're 20 pages each. It's like, wow. So to go in and try to digest that kind of stuff, uh, it took a while to get used to it. So I, I def so the second year, I finally got used to the workload and just started to reimagine my work. And now here in the third year, my work is being reimagined and I'm writing about it. So it's, it's much different. So in terms of process, I would, I personally would go with a three-year program. How many schools did you apply to first? You know, I don't know if I ever said this, but I was being recruited to go to Clemson for grad school and printmaking. And 
you know, I talked about it with my wife and I, it just wouldn't work for me to leave my house. Um, not for the amount of stipend I would get to have to have another like apartment in South Carolina and have my wife and the kids in Atlanta. Uh, that just wouldn't work for me. So and she was not going to move <laughs> to South Carolina, even if it was Clemson. So, no, that would not have worked for us. Um, but that kind of got me thinking about grad school. I think that that was the change. It was like, wait a minute, like somebody from a grad school thinks that I'm capable of doing it or wants me to come there and experience it. That that was the moment that I actually started to consider going into an MFA program at all. Like before that, it was not even on my radar. But I'm glad I did, though. I think it's been good for me these last three years. Another question. What's your best advice for working on a portfolio? You know, this is a tough one. This is a tough one because I was not concerned about making a portfolio when I made all the work in my portfolio. I, I hope that makes sense to you. All the work I was making was was made and created for the purpose of doing shows and advancing my professional art career. So I never actually gave any consideration when making the work to creating something that would catch the attention of a graduate program or that would be approved by a graduate program. I've just always focused on making good work. And so that's probably the best advice I can give you is to make the best work possible. Because ultimately, these conversations that they have when they start picking people for their programs, you have no idea how the perspectives of the professors are going to affect that conversation. Like it, it's so it's so complex about um, what they've seen before, what they just did that year, you know, what what new artists they they're into now. So it could be anything. So a lot of this stuff is beyond your control. So the only thing you can control really is what you produce and just make the work that you make the best work possible. Pick the best work that you can to represent that you feel represents yourself and take good pictures. That's one thing that um, people might undergrads don't have a lot of money. I, I suggest that you just invest in yourself. That was one thing that was I was already doing in my career getting the work professionally shot in the first place. It makes a big difference when they see it in a portfolio with your essay and all the other stuff that you use to apply to grad school. So that's probably the biggest advice. Now notice that's not about what you're making, right? Because that is the unique you that you're bringing to the table in the first place. And don't try to hide it. Don't run away from it. Don't try to make yourself into another kind of artist because, hey, um, the professor at such and such school is into environmental concerns. I'm going to make environmental art. I'm going to make a couple of environmental pieces, throw it in. Don't do that. Right. It's, it's much better. How do they say you? I'd rather fail being myself than to win as somebody else. Right. It's that type of thing. Because you'll have to keep up that show. <laughs> you have to keep that show for, you know, two or three years. And that's not a great thing. It's not going to be any fun for you. You really want to go into it open and honest. So that's my suggestion, you know, be open and honest and just show the best work you can. The chips is going to fall where they may, you know, and whatever's going to happen is going to happen. And the the most you can do is just put your best foot forward. All right. We got another one. What was the most important thing 
you learned in grad school? Ooh, this is a tough one too. I learned I learned quite a few things. I learned that there is another level of thinking and writing about work that I was not tapped into. Like I didn't pay attention to any art journals or magazines or like essays and all the literature that goes along with it. That just wasn't my thing. Um, I was completely concerned about being uh, a gallery artist, uh, a working artist, like everything that that entails. And that in in itself is a different kind of struggle. Uh, struggle's a bad word, but it's a, di- a different kind of process. And so that process and what I, what I found out has nothing to do with academia. Nothing to do with academia. There's no class that you can go to that can teach you how to be in festivals, to teach you how to promote yourself. Like all the all the basic skills that we have as working artists, like in the field, like doing it, getting stuff done, having transactions for money, making a living. Uh, a lot of stuff in grad school is not about that. Grad school is about expanding how you think about your work and what you're making. And then, you know, you got to develop all the other skills somewhere else. <laughs> they're, not, they're not super concerned about that. And you, you, with the right mentorship, right, you can develop a mentorship with another artist in the program. They can help you. But the programs themselves, to me, are not based on making a living. They're, being, they're based on making people think about art, and which is, which is a great thing to do because it, it's changed how I think about art. Gave me some new vocabulary, all that kind of good stuff. So the language is super important. I think the best thing by far about grad school has been the people. I've probably said this before. Um, the people in my group, the cohort that I have, uh, all of us were starting out. Our senior shows now, we had three last week, three this week. We'll have, a, you know, for the whole month of April. And they are amazing. You know what I'm saying? I think about like when we first got together. Like, you know, years and years ago, <laughs> years and years ago, when we first got together, I think we were different people. And I do feel like we have grown together. I think that just the stuff that people have suggested and critiques have made us think different and grew in a lot of different directions. So seeing like the fruits of that in these thesis shows is really amazing. It's really like touching. It's hard to believe that we've been here for like three years. Diane Hiscox had her show last week and I told us like, yo, it don't, I, it feel like I've known you for a long time, but it don't feel like three years. It just feels like we just know each other and we just engaged in work. Her work was great too. All right. We got another question. Were you nervous to start grad school? I have a BA, I have a BA and didn't consider an MFA until recently. Well, yeah, like I just told you, like I took so much time away uh, because I hated my undergrad school experience. It was great. I learned a lot of stuff, but it wasn't, I don't know. It's the, it's the whole process of doing projects and that kind of stuff. Now, now luckily you don't get projects like you're basically, so everything is self-directed. So you don't get a project per se. I don't you know. Nobody handed me like, Hey, do this. Um, I take that back. I, my first semester, we took Pam Langobardi's uh, seminar class. She did give us this project with Mark Dion uh, that we had to do. That was, that, that might have been one of the last like project projects that I was ever handed in terms of art. Not not written assignments. That stuff is different. 
like history classes. But other than that, like you don't really get like direction, like you just kind of you just expect it to work and kind of engage in the process and commit to it. And so that part was that part was different enough for me. But I was super nervous because I never I never thought about being back in school. And I had always told myself that I would never go, back, <laughs> never go back to school. So it took me a while to get over the fact like, damn, why am I here? Why did I, why would I want to do this? It took me a while to get over that. So I was super nervous. It, it, I was out for 15 years. I think it was it's much easier for people that are out for like two years. You know what I'm saying? You're young. You know what I'm saying? You just got out of school. It's really fresh in your mind. Like me, I had two kids <laughs> house and you know, a whole other career as a graphic designer. Like it was a lot to switch and adjust to for me personally, but it was very nerve wracking. All right. What degree am I seeking? I'm seeking a MFA in printmaking, uh, which is hilarious because my thesis show is mostly paintings. <laughs> that my thesis show is almost entirely made of paintings. And so <laughs> the thing about grad school is that whatever you come in doing, they're going to push you to do something different. Like no matter what it is and no matter how good you are at it either, they're going to, they're going to basically push and question you as to why you're doing anything that you're doing. Why, why are you painting with charcoal? Why are you drawing with charcoal? Like is charcoal the best way to get your concept across? Like what is your concept? Like, would it be better in, in gouache? You know what I'm saying? Like they're just going to push you and ask you all these questions and you basically have to defend yourself the whole time. But if you're doing it right, if you enter, here's a, here's another note. You have to enter grad school with a certain amount of curiosity, right? Yeah. A certain amount of curiosity, uh, and have the ability to question what you're doing. And that, that takes a certain level of artistic maturity, um, because you just can't come in and think like, yo, I'm good at relief printing. I have all the answers in relief printing. I'm just going to show y'all how great I am in relief printing. Okay, that's cool. Um, relief printing, um, what's another medium in which you can express the same idea? Perhaps a little different, but perhaps a little better elevated. If you add it, if you added another process to what you're doing, would it be the same? What if you videoed it? And chop that up and add it like an audio component. Like there's all these other things about how you layer your work and how you contextualize your work that becomes super important. So if you cut off to it, if you're not willing to accept an off the wall random suggestion, uh, you kind of miss the point of grad school. And so that part I did not have when I graduated with my uh, for undergrad degree. I didn't have that. Um, because I was personally insecure about a lot of stuff that I was doing. Uh, and so now I have a better understanding of, I had going into school the second time around a more mature outlook on what I, what I was doing and who I was as a, as an artist. And so that allowed me to bring these other things in and not feel personally aggrieved by it. Right. Is that it didn't, um, it wasn't a referendum on me as an individual, personally, Jamal. Uh, each piece is a piece in and of itself and should be questioned. And so I had, a, I had a very different kind of attitude going back into it this time around. 
I think you need that for grad school because otherwise, what's the point? Like if you think you got all the answers and are unwilling to question what you're doing, you might as well stay home. <laughs> you might as well keep doing what you're doing. Like don't waste their time. Don't waste everybody else's time. Let somebody else that's looking for answers that are curious about um, exploring the possibilities. Let them be in that seat and you stay home. Never cut yourself off from a good suggestion. These are some great questions. What was your main reason for going? Did you get funding? My main reason was going was, like I said before, my curiosity was peaked when somebody wanted me to come to their school. And I never saw myself in that context as an artist that would be wanted at a higher level institution. And, you know, I don't know what that says about me and my personal uh, feeling of worth, but it was a revelation for me to even consider the possibility that I could do this thing. And then I started looking at it. It's like, okay, now I can teach at a university. Okay. Now I can have, you know, more academically sound writing to go along with my work. Okay. Then, you know, I started clicking off the boxes. Like, you know, maybe I could, if I had access to the print facilities, Georgia state has a great printmaking facility that I can do some different processes, right? They have a larger press like, Oh, they got lithography. Okay. Uh, you know, there's nothing like a university art building. It's well-funded, it's kept up, and there's work being made in it all the time. And so the funding alone for the equipment is rare. And, we, and when you're really thinking about it, there's not, not really too many spaces that an artist has access to that would have the large presses, the lithography stuff, all the stones that they had the asset bath and all the safety equipment, the screen printing stuff and all that equipment, um, all the drawing bays upstairs. Like it, it, it just universities art programs just have in, in terms of funding and equipment just available on another level that you don't have access to. That is very easy for you to go in and just start to play around in like a really big playground. Uh, I think that attracted me to once I got into it, that part interests me a lot, like to be able to do that and make those connections. Uh, yes, I did get funding. Georgia State uh, MFAs are fully funded. All the classes are fully funded. You get a stipend and you have to teach a class and they give you teaching experience. So you, you'll be the professor of record in uh, two of the three years. You will have one class per semester that you teach or do some other kind of job that goes along with the school. Uh, I would not have gone back to school if I had to pay one dime. <laughs> if I had to give one red cent <laughs> to those people, I would not have paid. Now, you do have to pay. There are fees associated. I think the fees are different than the entire amount. The entire amount and some of the amounts that are like being commanded by those higher level schools. I would never pay that much to go to school. Like, like I like, I like school. I like this process, but I would never do that to myself. Like to go back in debt and, and just to have this experience. I don't think so. I would have done something different. I mean, you think about it. If you take in $30,000, uh, what are you going to do with it? Like I can do a lot with $30,000. <laughs> That's not in school. Like I'll find something else to do. Now, you know, you can go to residencies or you know, take workshops. Like it's all kinds of other stuff you could do if you had to pay for it. So me, I would not have. Um, but there are so many programs out there that do have funding um, that you just have to look for. Them. And, you know, if you're good enough, 
you know, you qualify for it, you get in and it's all paid for. I think that's the, I think that's a big plus. Another question, how important were the faculty you had? Look for anything specific. What do you wish you look for? You know what? I didn't, I didn't think that much about the faculty at Georgia State. That's interesting. I didn't know that much about the faculty. And I think that's going to be like that in any program that you go to. There is no way that you know all the teachers at any program that you go to. Like at any program, you might know one or two professors that work out of such and such. Like, for instance, like we have Christina West at Georgia State. I'm sure most ceramic people, um, if you're interested in it, know who she is. So that might be attractive to you to come. But she's only one professor and you don't take her for every single class that you have. So you're going to get exposed to a lot of different professors. You ultimately have to trust the university to have hired a good faculty. I've never went looking for anybody that taught at Georgia State. If I had went to Clemson, there was a professor that I think I would have been there for because they personally recruited me. But I don't know. That's a good question. I wonder how everybody else found their schools. Um, me, my, my most important thing was funding and facilities. That was my most important thing. Faculty was, to me, it was almost negligible because I was willing to hear the voices and opinions of anybody. Uh, so, you know, it, whoever showed up, I was going to give them a shot and do it. And then like any other amount of critique that I've ever had in my life, like you take it in the stuff that you want and you throw away <laughs> all the stuff that you don't want or file it away. I don't not throw it away. You file it away like for another time. Cause there are some things that said that I openly dismiss and now, you know, here I am painting again. So <laughs> all that feedback comes back. But if you have faculty that you're interested in, I think that can just be another highlight for whatever program that you wanted to go into. That's interesting. You know, if Curly Holton was still in charge of a printmaking program that I had access to, I would go work with Curly. I would I would really go to school to work with Curly. That would be fun. He taught at Lafayette College. Um, so in, if there was an MFA printmaking at Lafayette College with Curly Holton in charge of it, then yes, I would have went there. Nah, so I, I understand that, that thing. But that wasn't my concern going to Georgia State. All right. So here we go. We're going to the last two questions. One, would you have made the same work if you hadn't gone to grad school? That's an interesting question. Would I have done the same work? You know, I don't know. That's a great question. One thing that I, I did think had working for me was I had a great work, that work ethic in the first place. I had a great work ethic in the first place. Like I was doing shows. I was committed to it. I was producing a large amount of work. I actually produced more work out of school than I did while I'm in school, which is different, right? I was growing in my work, but I don't know if I would have grown in this direction that it's in right now. I don't know if I would have had the same thoughts specifically because a lot of the stuff I was introduced to through the other grad students, I would not have gotten introduced to. And so I'm sure that affected the quality of my work. I'm sure it, it, it upped and took me in a new direction um, and pushed me a little bit more. So I would have, maybe I would have got here eventually, but I'm not sure if I would have gotten here as soon as I did in this three years. As you see with me, like changing up the website and stuff, I, I, I love an opportunity to 
to push myself creatively to do something different. And so I took grad school as an opportunity to, okay, I did that. What else could I do? So that what else was a part of the grad school experience too. And so the teachers like Dungoski, who I spoke about on another episode, uh, suggesting other artists in these other experiences and giving me uh, music and other stuff to read, like a lot of that stuff I would not have had. So I don't, I doubt if I would have been here without grad school. And I definitely wouldn't have met the people I met. The people are great. So just the people alone, I would say no. Man, these are some great questions. You're making, <laughs> you're making brother think on the last episode of Thesis Tape. <laughs> okay. Oh, and last question. This was probably like the number one question out of everything. And I'm sure we're, we're all getting it. All the grads at Georgia State, all the grads everywhere are getting it in that last semester. What are you going to do after? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Grad school is over now. And so I'll be able available to teach uh, in university. So there's a lot of universities around here. I get a, um, I look, look forward to applying for jobs, you know, maybe adjunct teaching a little bit, maybe get a, a full, full tenure job or something, you know, along the line in printmaking or, or whatever. I, I have enjoyed teaching quite a bit. Um, I, I love the interaction, but I love the interaction specifically with people that are committed to the interaction, if that makes sense. It's just like going when you have like a workshop somewhere. People are paying money to be in a workshop. Therefore, they want to be in the workshop. It's not, uh, you know, high school where the students may or may not even want to ever do any artwork at all. Like if people are choosing to make art, then I'm there and can engage with you. I don't know if I'm a, 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 a educator, high school level teacher like Sachi and and. and like Sachi and Toki. I'm not sure if I'm that kind of a motivator. I don't know. That may not be in my spirit, but I have quite enjoyed uh, teaching people uh, the secrets of printmaking, teach people drawing in the ways that I have. So I would be very interested in doing more of that. Um, I'm interested in the new work that I'm making, the paintings. Like once I get feedback on it from everybody and really get a, a sense of how it looks, um, and how it feels and what's the response from the market, then I'll, I'll decide whether or not I'm going to stick with the paintings or, you know, or jump right back to my mixed media prints. You know, I, I love printmaking. I bought a press. I haven't been able to, get, <laughs> to use it as much just yet. But so over the summer, you'll probably see a lot of videos and things from me um, working on my speedball press that I have here. So, you know, I'll be back to making work um, back out in the art market, back on the grind. Uh, in the galleries doing shows. I had pulled back from doing a lot of shows just to focus on school because my first year was a lot, uh, a lot of work. And I, and I just couldn't keep up with the pace of making work for shows and making work for school. So all that's back on the table. Uh, and I'm definitely going to do something with my family. I spent, <laughs> I spent a lot of time um, focused on school. And I think we, we do need to just take a family trip somewhere or something like that. Uh, so that's near term. Uh, other than that, we'll see what manifests, yo. Uh, when people ask me to do certain things, I hope I get start getting invited to do stuff. <laughs> you know, writing grants, uh, all that good stuff. Everything that goes into being an artist nowadays, I think I'm, I think it's all back on the table. And I'm just looking forward to it and to seeing what the journey holds, yo. 
because uh, school has definitely been something. It's been an experience and I really I really enjoyed it. So I, I would recommend anybody looking for a nice, structured, rigorous, well-researched academic program to consider coming to Georgia State University. This is not a paid ad. I can only speak from my experience. My experience is that it has been great. I've met some great people. I've gotten to know some great professors. And I think that it was definitely worth the effort of these three years, at least for now. <laughs> at least from what I see, uh, I feel good about it. And then that could just be endorphins from being able to finish. <laughs> you know how it is. Like when you like about to go on vacation that week, it's like, yo, everything's all good. <laughs> it's all good. Because I'm about to leave. <laughs> But it's been fun, yo. Definitely check out Georgia State if you're looking for a, a school. So I think that's it. And I think you'll be back with more studio noise uh, coming up. New episodes will start April 20th, April 27th, one of those days. Um, the website will be up. The logo will be up. New podcast merch will be up. Uh, and I'll be right back with you on a new season of Studio Noise. Ready, ready to give you the best art conversations you can possibly imagine. And it just happens to be all black folks making that great work. It's a beautiful thing, yo. It's the noise. Thank you for listening to the Studio Noise podcast. I sure do appreciate you. If you do take a second, wherever you're listening, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Get ready for the new season of Studio Noise coming your way with your boy Jay Barber. And if you can, why don't you go ahead and rate and write a review. Get us pumped up in the charts. Let everybody know about the noise. You can follow us on IG at Studio Noise Podcast. You can follow your boy Jay Barber at Jay Barber Studio on all your social medias. And to all my artists out there, never miss a good opportunity to do something creative. <laughs> you know what I mean? I waited 15 years before I went back to grad school and it was a great experience. I was ready for it and into it. Now, you don't have to go back to grad school, but whatever you're doing, get that focus, yo. Put your art in, put your heart into it then put your art into it <laughs> yes then go make that noise baby the studio noise will be back with you next season i promise looking forward to it it's the noise peace